0: So I was uh, talking to the uh, TMiY guys yesterday this morning, and I'm sharing, uh, you know, when I, I have my YouTube, and sometimes uh, it, they have that that sidebar with all these videos that they kind of throw at you to uh, get you to watch, and some algorithm that kind of picks out stuff that they think you might like or enjoy and might be interested in watching. Well, I get these, uh, I, I like to watch uh, like disaster like floods and train wrecks and things like that. And so these kind of things show up on my, on my feed. And one of them was a, like this uh, road rage that uh, some, some lady driving just went crazy. It was a, a, a car with a rear camera mounted. So he was watching her, you know, this, he was filming her. And, you know, it was heavy traffic, and it looked like it was a warning commute. But to the, the expressor was, or the street was just filled with cars, and it was going really slow. And this lady, you can just see her start to get angry and angrier and angrier, and, and she's gesticulating, and she's, you know, you can't hear it, because he's in his car and she's in hers, but you can see what she's saying, right? And she's just going nuts, right? And it, it, it was... It was. It was. You felt bad for her, but you, it was. You just couldn't take your eyes off it. It was just. It was almost hypnotic to see this progression of rage and, and how she was responding and and uh, and this guy filmed it all and then put it on YouTube, which is crazy. But uh, so I'm asking myself, how did these things happen? Where does all this stuff come from? Never been in a situation where? You know, you you might start out with a small thing, but all of a sudden it, it progresses into some full-blown event because of a choice that you or I have made, right? Whether it's anger or something else. You know, sin starts out small, but it can it can get really big. You know, my, my spiritual director used to be uh, Father Bob, Monsir Bob Hoffman. He used to be the pastor over at John Newman. great guy. God rest his soul. He's going to the Lord and... But he was my spiritual director uh, for like my first 15 years of priesthood. And uh, we'd visit once a month for our conversation and confession. And, and I'd go to confession to him. And I would, I would tell him my sins. And sometimes I would be disappointed because I'd say, you know, Bob, I, I, I know I confessed this last month. And I know I confessed it the month before. I go, what gives? Why can't I get rid of this thing or this stuff or this? Why am I, you know, what's? Why? You know, I'm. You know, I, I, you know, I, I should. I should be able to like get over this stuff. And he's like, you know, Dan. He you goes, know, sometimes um, you got to know where to start. You got to know where to start. And so I asked him, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you got to figure that out. Where, where does this all this start? Like what you're talking about? That's just a, the, the manifestation of something. Uh, much deeper. You know, the Lord says in, in this, the longer version of this gospel, he says, if, it, if, if your eye is the issue, poke it out. If your hand is the issue, cut it off. Now, Jesus engages in hyperbole. We know that. He doesn't mean us to do that, but he's basically saying um, this outward thing, this isn't where it started. You know, what your eye sees, your hand does, back it up. Where did this sin begin? It's like the lady in the car, a small amount of, somebody cuts her off and all of a sudden she's off to the races. Explosion. Something much, you know, you look at that video and you're saying, my gosh, there's a lot more going on there than just what she's showing us here in the video. I mean, there's that kind of rage. Brothers and sisters, these kinds of sins? You know, what the eye sees, the hand does. That's just the, the manifestation. Now, where does it start? Where does the where does the where does the So when my what Bob was trying to tell me is Dan go to go to the deeper wound, go to the deeper place where all this all this nonsense begins, and ask the Holy Spirit to show you that. Have the courage and the guts in your prayer to say, Holy Spirit, show me where my sin begins. Show me the deeper wound that is, gives rise to the, these intractable issues that I struggle with. I want to know how to get rid of sin. I asked the Holy Spirit to show me where it all started. You know, it's, you know Jesus says, you know, he's, I, I've come not to do away with the, the law, but to fulfill it. He's talking about the commandments here. Don't kill, no adultery, these all, all these sorts of things. He goes, you've heard it said in the commandments, don't kill, no adultery, no stealing. He goes, but... With me, because you have my life. I call you to a much higher standard. You're talking about not killing somebody, how about not being angry? You've gotta, you've gotta let me in, you've gotta let me go to the place where these, these sins begin, so I can heal them. He talks about adultery. What's the most famous case of adultery in sacred scripture? We should all say King David, right? We all know that story with Bathsheba. And it says, David, while his soldiers were out doing battle, he's the king, while his, while his soldiers are out doing battle, where's he? Taking a stroll on the roof in the middle of the day. And we all know what happens next. He sees Bathsheba, and she's beautiful, and Commits adultery, and then that adultery leads to deceit, and that deceit leads to murder. Was murder where it started? No, it starts much earlier than that. And you say, well, it started because he was, he was being lazy and slothful and indolent. Yes. But let's, 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 take, a, let's take a leap here. Is that, you know, I think about David a lot. He's one of my favorite people in Scripture. He's a fascinating guy. And, and here, so here's David. Try this one on. So here's David and the, well, the soldiers are off doing battle, and we make this leap, all right, he must have been just lazy and not wanting to be out there fighting. Well, that's not his, that's not who David is. We know that from all the great things he did. What happened if when it was time to go off and do battle and David was suiting up and get ready to go with him, here he is in his middle age, and his soldiers said, you know what, you're, you're old. You're the king. We don't want you to get hurt. You're fragile. You're weak. You stay home. You stay home and hold on the fort. We'll go out and do the heavy lifting. We'll, we'll go out and do the battle. Now, brothers and sisters, my whole ego is wrapped up in being the king and being the soldier, being the guy that everybody always turns to and says, you're the one. All of a sudden, I'm not. For whatever reason, he ends up on that roof when he shouldn't be. And He's the king, he can do whatever he wants, yes. But if I'm, the, if I'm the guy, if I'm the one, if I'm the strong man, if I'm the, the, the warrior hero, and all of a sudden'm I'm, I'm hearing the whispers of my soldiers, well, he's getting a little shaky. He's not as quick on the he's not as accurate with the spear as he used to be. And you know, we don't want to risk him, so hey, David, take it easy. That's a) That's a hard thing for a man to hear, don't you think? That's a wound. And that wound could lead to acting out. David in his midlife crisis, there on the roof in the middle of the day, trying to prove himself. Bathsheba, adultery, deceit, murder. What's the deeper wound? starts somewhere. And the Holy Spirit is the one we call on because the Holy Spirit even knows the depths of God, certainly knows what's going on in our hearts. And if we ask the Holy Spirit, show me where my wounds are that cause me to act out in my own sins so that I can get past them because you heal them because I've given you permission to do it. Man, the growth in the spiritual life let's take it one step further. Do you remember when David, and this is kind of one of those throwaway lines, but it, it, it's, it's, it's always struck me. Remember when uh, Nathan is sent by God to David's house to have one of the sons anointed? One of David's brothers, a bunch of them, and Nathan's there, and all these, all these men of, of uh, David's, uh, the, of, the, of the father, all these sons, and and Nathan's like, well, he's not it. Spirit says he's not it. Spirit says he's not it. And there's no more brothers left. They're all rejected by God. They're not going to be the anointed. And Nathan's like, there's got to be more because the Lord sent me here to anoint one of your sons, the king. Where, what gives? He goes, well, there's, there's one. But he's, he's the youngest and he's not even here. He's way off out in the countryside by himself in the wilderness with the wild beasts. Do you hear hear what's going on there? This is a, a kid. And he's been sent away from his family to go off and be by himself. There in the day, taking care of the sheep. There at night, warding off wild animals. He's a kid. And they have to go and get him. And bring him back to the family so that, oh, Nathan's like, that's the one, anoint him. My goodness. Put yourself in, in that situation. You're, you're, you're a little kid, and you've been sent away from your family. You're, you're small, you're scared, you're vulnerable. You're doing an adult's work, and you're all alone. Ouch. Now, I'm probably over-psychologizing it. But now, when you hear that, and you, and you can get into that little heart of that little kid who's been rejected and, and hurt, and he carries that wound with him throughout his life, and then when his, and he's an adult, and he's rejected by his men in his adulthood, in his, in his middle to old age, now we can see what happens. why we act out. Now we understand where some of these sins come from that we can't get rid of. Because we never discern by the Holy Spirit where the eye sees wrong and the hand does wrong. Because that's not the issue. It's merely the manifestation of a deeper wound and hurt that we've never allowed the Holy Spirit to have access to and to heal. The Lord works everything to the good. And we're all a mixed bag and we've all got our issues. But the Lord works those issues to the good by only our permission. And giving the Holy Spirit access. Because Jesus has come not to do away with the law, but to fulfill it and call us to a much higher standard. Because we are capable of of that standard, because we are capable of greatness, because we are capable of choosing life and not death, and choosing uh, the good and not the bad, because we have grace, because we have his life, and because he wants that life to be in us, and to be in us utterly and totally, where we are healed, and from those wounds, now we can see how it is that the Lord loves us, and what what eye has seen and ears has not heard, what God has prepared for those who love him, the life of grace. Brothers and sisters, the key to the holy life, the key to the spiritual life is knowing where to start. Amen.